Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with his good friend, the Lumberjack. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing super awesome. Love the new view, too. I feel like I'm actually being like interviewed. I'm waiting for you to shine a light in my eyes. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm trying, right? Uh, I'm I'm very much ready, fire, aim, right? Yeah. I just try to make every day better than the day before. Yeah, so I'm trying. I got all, I got this office. I got all these angles I've set up, and I almost never show them, so. Yeah, it's perfect. I love but, it. Whatever. Do it. Hey, what I want to talk about here is something you and I have talked kind of casually mm-hmm. off recording. Okay. And that is the fact that both of us have seen a market uptick in tenants asking for help. Yes. Yeah, sure. So let's talk about that first, but then I think there's a warning for landlords. But let, let's yeah. talk about what we're seeing today versus, gosh, the depths of the crisis. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what I've seen, you know, I think in uh, 2020, I think it was uh, two people, maybe three. So it was kind of two people. um, One of them really needed the help. One of them absolutely did not need the help and they were really just abusing the system. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the end of that year, at the end of 2020, beginning of 21, um, because I knew about the product program, I knew someone that was struggling and I just said, just see if you qualify for this. Mm -hmm. I I know that you're thinking I'm going to kick you out, but just see if you qualify, if we can get you qualified. Great. And that was somebody that we helped. And then it was, and then it was probably six. So during 2021, it was probably another nine months, eight or nine months before I heard anybody, you know, needing help again or, 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 or needing some assistance. So it was a good spell, but yeah, it was only two or three. And now in the last 90 days, it's probably been, six. Yeah. Yeah. I have a similar story, right? We, it it comes out of the gate. Uh, we, and again, Olivia and I immediately go through our portfolio. And and again, we, the first three to four months, we personally help a dozen people, right. Meaning we just, we just didn't right. we forgave, I guess you would call it never Mm -hmm. got it back. We never filed. We didn't want it. Right. We, we forgave before any, any, I don't know, programs were created programs were created. I think we had I think we had five, maybe six in it. Two of them were playing games. It was horrible to see. Yeah. They eventually got abused it and got kicked out anyway. But I I hate it when people play the system because there really are people hurting for no fault of their own. Yep. Uh, We continued to help a couple. Um, And then this year, the last 90 days, seems like it's 10 or 11. Yeah. And I don't know why. We have 3.6% unemployment. Uh, the only thing I can think of is just inflation is crushing. And again, I haven't, I live in California. We have rent control. So we haven't been raising rents a ton, right? We have some. Um, and then again, I, ha- I have one, it's funny. One of the persons in the system, um, for, I don't know how else to say it, it's got addicted to free money. They, they yes. were one of the first people they've been in yeah. the pro- program. They've asked for help twice and gotten it 
Yep. Uh, but um, they think it's they think it's going to last forever. And um, yeah, they, they have a new car. They have just it's they're they're spending the money, right? Yes. Uh, so I think there's a I think there's some people that that have been that just think Uncle Sam's going to keep bailing them out. There are some people that are hurting, and I think the bigger problem. The warning, this is really about warning landlords to get ready, build a little mm -hmm. more reserve. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a portfolio, know that this is coming. I think rent growth is going to significantly disappoint in the future. Yep. I think a lot of people got high in the hog and did models that have another 10% <clears throat> next year. If you're in Florida, maybe, maybe, yep. but the other 49 States, you don't have that kind of migration. Um, nope. Maybe, yeah. maybe some, maybe some in Texas, honestly, maybe some maybe. in New Hampshire. We're still seeing, I, I honestly think like I'm seeing it and I'm seeing slow down a lot of places. Mm -hmm. Florida still hasn't slowed down. Yeah. Most of Texas still hasn't slowed down. Yeah. New Hampshire really hasn't slowed down. We're still seeing record prices every time that something sells. Yeah. But I think I majority think, to your point. Yeah. Yeah. I think land, if I was a landlord with a portfolio today and I'm doing my, this myself, it's why I bring it up. I'm raising my emergency fund just a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, not because I see it immediately. I'm always trying to look behind corners, right? Yep. Because I've been doing this long enough. I, I don't want to be surprised by the boogeyman around the corner. Uh, yep. I, I think, you know, I, again, have invested in an environment where I had 10 to 12% rent collection issues. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Yeah. Right. Historical average is three. Yep. Um, I, and again, I think I've been very clear. I think a recession comes next year and it, it could be pretty bad. So if I was a landlord with the portfolio, I'd raise my emergency fund a little bit. If I was a landlord with the portfolio, many States, you got to watch out for the tax man. I've heard from a couple of investors in Texas that just had to give up their, uh, their cash flow properties, no longer cash flow because the tax man got them. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. That's, that's a main, so, um, Texas, New Hampshire, uh, Florida. I, I, I think, I think Las Vegas, but I know tech, I know Texas and Florida and New Hampshire for sure. No income tax. Mm -hmm. So because there's no income tax, we get hit with heavy property taxes yearly, yearly, <clears throat> yearly. And so love, they do love prop 13. Yeah. No kidding. Right. So, uh, they do one of two things and it's kind of a constant back and forth. It mm -hmm. is, we lowered your valuation, but we raised the rate. We upped your valuation, but we dropped the rate, but it's always enough back yeah. and forth to be climbing. So it's the typical game, right? Yeah. And so most of my properties, even though they say, hey, Michael, good news, taxes went down. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. That's yeah. not true. Net taxes did not go down. Yeah. And actual realized taxes did not go down. And so what we saw kind of across the board was, was about 5%. Mm. That's a lot. That is, it's, yeah. it's only 5% on taxes. And so it's only going to eat, it's going to eat into your profit. So 5% raise in your taxes means they go from, you know, 6,000 to 6,300. Mm -hmm. But that 300, if you're making, you know, $3,000 on the house, then you just got a 10% reduction in profit. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why for us, I don't think New Hampshire, largely speaking, I don't think New Hampshire makes sense for single family rentals just because. I need that second income from the duplex, right? You know, and there's not that big of a discount from a single family to a duplex. There's not that big of a discount on the unit yeah. price. So I'm better off with, you know, being the dominator of duplexes and twos, threes, fours, and just living there.
All that resi, resi financing. Resi financing, 30-year fixed rate debt on the line. There you go. Yeah. So really what I want to tell landlords, again, it's not time to, it's certainly not time to cash out, but it's just, just have a little bit more emergency fund plan for higher expenses. Again, what we basically have to go through together, right? You and your tenants is a couple of tough years. Yeah. Inside those couple of tough years, unemployment is going to go up. I think wages also go up. We have to have wage inflation with yes. all this asset price and all this other stuff. You don't go backwards. So the other, other answer is we got to inflate into it. Yep. But I do think housing and rental, uh, I think housing prices and rental rates, generally speaking, are going to be flat for several years as yep. they should be, right? It's mm-hmm. not normal to get 15, 20% rental yeah. increases in a year. So congratulations, you got them early, but you know, now you need to, you know, do the right thing, I think, for a couple of years. Because I promise you, turnover is more expensive. Turnover yeah. is more expensive. <clears throat> we're, we're selecting units that we're choosing not to raise rent on. And we're selecting units that we're choosing to raise rent on. But we're not doing all of them across the board because if all of those go vacant, I don't have enough people to start doing all the work to get all those units upgraded to then get the higher price because Smart. we got a lot of inherited units Smart. or inherited tenants. So that's one of the strategies that we're uh, deploying. I think one of the other things that we're looking at as well is um, there is absolutely in our market, there is absolutely the need for housing. And so, you know, people that are, I mean, I have somebody paying 850 for a one bedroom. Wow. It's worth about 1400, 1450. Um, we have a three bedroom house that we just did basically Dion talk financial freedom, his binder strategy. We do it through text message just because most of our, most of our tenants are in their twenties and thirties. Um, and so we do everything through text message because that's the way that they most often communicate with us is not on the phone. And so we will literally send something over. We sent it over. We said, Hey, market rents in your area for what you're renting from us, a three bed, two bath, you know, that market rent in the area right now is 2,500 bucks. Um, Right now you're at 2,100. You've been great tenants. This is the only reason we're extending this to you is because all of our costs have gone up. And so all we're looking to do is make sure that we, you know, squeeze that, you know, mitigate that. Um, So we said, um, so with the market being $2,500, give, let us know in a couple of days what you'd be willing to pay. Oh, nice. And they got back to us and they said, you know, they basically went from, I think it was 2,000 or 2,100 to 2,300. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. They win, they get to stay. We win, we keep a tenant that we like and that we're happy with. And at the same time too, we don't lose money on the increased costs. So everybody wins. And I think that as a landlord, I think you should absolutely be doing that because it, it, you win nothing. Like we had this one landlord that we worked with and every single time we would hear them complain, person moved out and all of a sudden their deposit was gone and a thousand dollars on top of that was sent as a bill. Mm. And I'm just like, you're not a good landlord if you have to knit and pick every little thing like that every single time. You're you're always going to have churn and churn's expensive. Churn breaks models um, because you have to take the time a month, sometimes two, get everything redone. If you're not good at that and you can't do that in a week or two, so you only lose a half a month's rent, you're in trouble. So I think that people need to not look at just that final result of how much money the rent is but recognize that there's opportunity cost and that there's cost associated with getting an increased rent often if you can't keep your existing tenant. Yeah. Really what I want this, this video to be about is landlords. We've had a good, good couple of years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I think the next couple of years aren't going to be as good. So just it's for me, it's always about getting prepared so that you can survive and then thrive. Right. I don't want anybody running around the corner thinking life is good and you get smashed by the boogeyman. Uh, this is the time to prepare. You got to, you know, it's, it's you know, recessions are part of the cycle. One is coming. I think one's coming in 2023. I agree. You know, we'll see when it comes, but I promise you it is coming. It's just how business cycles work. Matt, do me a favor. Where can people find you? And when do you go live? Lumberjack landlord on Instagram and YouTube. And I go live Sunday mornings, 1130 AM Eastern time. It was a lot of fun. We almost cracked a hundred viewers at the same time this week. And it was a lot of fun. Great questions, so lots of newbies. So if you're new, don't, you're not going to be embarrassed. There's other no. new people there too. Ask the questions. That's what we're here for. We want to help people out. Awesome, man. Thanks again. Thanks, Mike.